I'm Mari Campbell-Jack, and you are listening to True Crime Fiction, feeding your addiction for the best of the written and the spoken word in crime. Hi, true crime fans. Just before I start with today's review, which is the Audible podcast body of proof, I want to apologize for no episode last week. I had some technical problems, which I couldn't get around in time, and I just felt I'll just leave it for a week. It's okay. You can do without me. So we're back to normal now, and I am recording quite a few podcasts, so I know there won't be any breaks for a good few weeks now. So let's get into it. Body of Proof is a true crime podcast from Audible, which investigates the murder of Edinburgh woman Suzanne Pilly and the conviction of her married lover, David Gilroy. From the beginning of the podcast, it focuses on David and his conviction, asking uncomfortable questions which focus mainly on the lack of forensic evidence and the fact Suzanne's body has never been found. There is a belief that if there is no body, you cannot be charged with murder. This, however, is a myth. While unusual, it can and does happen. It is probably the worst kind of murder if it is possible to rank such a thing, as families and loved ones are left with a host of unanswered questions and without the comfort of laying their loved ones to rest. Journalists Sophie Ellis and Daryl Brown delve into the murder and its investigation. I have to admit that at first it did appear to me as though no one else could have committed it. Susanna is last seen just yards from her work and she was having an on-again, off-again affair with married father David, who appears to have a controlling streak, sending her more than 50 texts a day. You don't have to be far into your true crime obsession to know that the husband or boyfriend almost always has done it, and the more controlling they are, the more likely. However, as we dive further into the investigation and look at what is actually available as proof, it becomes more and more evident that forensically there was little to back up the theory of Gilroy as the murderer. For instance, if he had murdered her in the office, there is absolutely no evidence. And working on the principle of every contact leaves a trace, it does corrupt the foundation of any theory that he killed Suzanne there. If she wasn't killed there and she never arrived, what exactly happened? This is why the podcast felt uncomfortable to me. There is no other plausible explanation, but the forensics don't back up the conviction of the man in jail. Finishing the podcast felt to me like the time me and my wee brother, who is only 18 months younger than me, both got on a seesaw. But as we were the same weight, it did not move at all. No seeing no sawing, just sitting there awkwardly in the middle and our feet were too far off the ground so we had to wait for a grown-up to come along and help. There was, I felt, a missing piece of the puzzle. The grown-up we needed to give the seesaw a shove and that is some forensic psychology. Gilroy's family paint him as a lovely man and I'm sure he is to them but all Gilroy's ex-colleagues are convinced he did it so 
what side of them did they see that we don't know about? I keep going back to those 50 texts a day. They really speak of a much deeper insecurity, obsession and need to control than we are ever shown. In his interactions with journalists, he has obviously got invested interests and these interactions can't necessarily be taken as proof of his deeper psychology. It's disappointing, but maybe not surprising, in a country where intimate partner violence is not considered remarkable, but rather part of the course, that the journalists didn't investigate more if Gilroy was in fact an abusive partner to Suzanne, or abusive to anyone else throughout his life. I'd thought that the biggest question of the podcast would be surrounding the whereabouts of Suzanne's remains, but instead it's more about which parts of Gilroy he has buried alongside with her. You have been listening to True Crime Fiction, the podcast that is feeding your addiction to all things crime. You can find our website at true-crime-fiction.com, on Twitter at true underscore crime underscore fic, on Facebook and Instagram as True Crime Fiction. Please rate and review on the podcast app of your choice. Music is by Kitty Kitty Meow Meow.